Hey guys, welcome back to Super Moment S. And uh, if you're still tuning in, if you're still like pandering around our episodes and like listening into what we have to say, I feel like I can get a little bit more personable with my presentation. So, <clears throat> we're on to number 69. This episode brought to you by Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> 69. Fact, we're enjoying one right now. <laughs> so, uh, number 69 on the top 300 list. What a good number, and it deserves a great title. 69 on the list is Super Mario 64. Is it really? It is. It is. They Absolutely should have made that 64, but whatever. That's fair. I know what you're saying, but... Yeah, you 69. Just like 69. So 69 does deserve a great name. Like if this was a top 500 list, 420 would have so, to be so you know what? Animal you Crossing. You know what is a better game for 69? What's that? Catherine. I don't know that. So the whole objective of Catherine is to choose which girl you're going to have sex with. It's a falling block puzzle. Why is it on is this sex. list? <laughs> Uh, we must not have hit it yet. And it's a mainstream game. This isn't well, spoiler some edgy alert. Japanese game. So don't talk about it now. It's coming up on the list, obviously. The game with this potential. Obviously. Have you I heard what think... it's about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mario 64. Finn, have you? Did you dabble with that at all? I know you're not huge on the 3D Marios. No. Um, Quiven? Well, oh, have Super you... Mario I was still on Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Super... <laughs> oh, I want to talk Super Mario 64. And I want to talk I how... I will put Lollipop Chainsaw here. <sighs> Super Mario 64 was like a very... You you would get immersed in this colorful, majestic world. It was the world. first game to do 3D right. Yeah. Like before this you had... Uh, well, a little before this was Croc, which was fun. I love Croc, but it didn't quite manage the 3D movement. In fact, they had a button dedicated to just turning Croc all the way around because he couldn't turn right. Now, I can't, I can't really, <coughs> I, I can hear it, like right now I'm about to start losing it on Mario. I should save it for another podcast. If I'm looking at Super Mario 64. save it for Peach. On the <laughs> it's already lost, I can't save it anymore. Well, it's a one-time deal, like a match. <laughs> Once you strike it, Alright, back to video games, guys. Here we Super go. Super Mario 64 absolutely deserves a spot on the list. I personally, top 10, you know, top 15 if I'm being... Is it better than Odyssey? <sighs> so According to this list, it is. If you... Yeah, absolutely. But if you're looking at uh, nostalgia and everything that comes with the title... Then absolutely, it's going to surpass Odyssey. If you look yeah, at the technical side, well, it's not just technical. You have to consider its market influence and its influence on the medium. That's correct. And as you said, Mario sixty four being that game that set the standard 3D, right? for three D yeah. and kind of invented the collectathon. Yes, that. So with with all those factors considered, should Mario sixty four be on the list? Absolutely. Uh, where should it be? Top five. Top five? Top five. Just, um, well, considering its its legacy and what it did to the medium and the genre right. it invented, where should it be in relation to Odyssey? So Odyssey, just because <coughs> when Odyssey was released and where video games are, I feel like developers are now getting a grasp on the freedom they really have in games. If you look at some indie games, you get Catherine, you get, you know, Super <laughs> Meat Boy, you get all these things that are their own. And then... Shovelnet, you know, you get all these games that are exactly what the developers like imagine what they create. want, right? Yeah, 
And so when you look at Mario Odyssey, what does it really have? It has these crisp, clean controls where you totally feel like you are like in control well, of Mario. And it's also an interesting comparison, not just the technical aspect, but Mario Odyssey did kind of the same thing Mario 64 did. Because after, say, 2004, the 3D mascot platformer just went away. It died. Yeah. Even as far as Mario goes, it wasn't sandboxy anymore. You had Galaxy, it was Get to the Finish. Yes. You had 3D World, Get to the Finish. Mario Odyssey came out and brought back the explore this world and find the stuff. In your route, whatever route you wish right, to do. Right, Yeah. So in that sense, it's kind of like Mario 64 came out again. I agree. <laughs> which, which makes it an even more difficult comparison. So if I'm comparing the two, which should be higher on the list? Yes. Mario 64 because of nostalgia. Moving on <laughs> to number 65, which is another game that I... will I just have... say before we move on. Yes, um, Future Mario games need more Chakya. Chakya? Yeah, the purple bomb that would float around in levels and throw you off of cliffs. Oh. Do you remember that thing? Chakya. I yeah. love Chakya. Yeah, that's I always awesome. called it Queen Bobom when I was a kid because oh. I thought it was King Bobom's wife. <laughs> <laughs> One of his many wives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. I like that. Okay. Yes, I agree. Along with Torpedo Ted. Yeah, we. Oh, I think Missing. Torpedo Ted was in Galaxy Two. And now need to play it. Okay. <laughs> I need to beat Galaxy One to. No, feel you like don't, I because play. it's a Mario game. Now, 65. We're on to 65, which is... Oh, no, I'm jumping the list. Yeah, I was going to say. 68, we have GoldenEye. 007 GoldenEye. Oh, that uh, game sucks. Yeah, I know. So, Just like Thor Ragnarok. Was on. there anything you had to say about this one, Finn? No. Nope. No. No. Alright, well, contrary to what I just said, it's <laughs> yeah. one of the few FPS games that I enjoyed even as a kid. Now, um, that... Rareware just gets it right with me. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> um, and, and the cool thing with Goldeneye, like, so I like Goldeneye, and then I like Perfect Dark, and then both of those games go away, and I like Time Splitters, so you can kind of see this chain of FPS games that I like, which all started with Goldeneye. They're, you can look at them and say, well, they're the same series, because they have the same gameplay, the same mechanics, it's just the same developers, pretty much. And that's fantastic, though. I mean, the yep. consistency really does count. Um, because you can, you can now look and see the Rareware logo on the case and immediately have an well, expectation. Now, of, if you see the Rareware logo on the case, you run away. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate, <laughs> isn't it? You gotta, you gotta look for the free radical design or the platonic. 007, GoldenEye 007, um, that was when I really started to acknowledge tears in... Ew. characters and uh you know the levels of which character has more power than others for instance the golden gun if you have the golden gun stuff the golden gun should be banned yeah golden gun should be banned absolutely and then odd job as well i mean if you play <laughs> odd job you're you if you play what? odd job you probably main bayo uh let's see your baguette right now on overwatch and you probably just thrive on uh, you probably are saving your money right now for a 2019 corvette or what i love whatever. about odd job is that this development team kept that motif through all of them because in time splitters you can pick the monkeys and they're also way short so <laughs> just mean <laughs> yeah um so this this game i played a lot at a friend's house uh should it be on the list yes i would say it 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 showed so what you, the multiplayer first person shooter could Turok? do 
No, I did not. So you didn't play Turok. So that was the big thing when GoldenEye came out, was GoldenEye and Turok were the big FPS games and on the Quake. N64. Quake was well, another one, correct? Um, I think it was Quake 3 or 4? Quake was kind of also in the PC realm, and it didn't really okay. shake the console market quite as much. I just remember when I was a kid and the N64 came out, you were either Turok or you were GoldenEye. Well, per- Those were your shooters. Perfect Dark also, would you well, say? Well, Perfect Dark was later. Okay. Like, it wasn't Deal. part of this rivalry. Like, you know, there's a Sega-Nintendo rivalry. Yeah. There was Turok and... Or the Call and, of Duty-Halo rivalry. Right. Yeah. Turok and Goldeneye. And I always fell more on the Turok side, because dinosaurs... Oh, cool. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> it could well, be James Bond, though, so fuck yeah, you Yeah, but I always liked dinosaurs. Turok more, and, like, the opening cinematic in Turok and his, like, his ribcage is also his bullets and his health. Like, bones fall off of his chest. That's not very realistic. Or it's would my mother approve? <laughs> Um, I mean... So Turok didn't live, but also GoldenEye, well, the 007 franchise moved on to other developers and also didn't live, so it's kind of weird. For the for the sake of multiplayer, first-person shooter, split-screen... Right, GoldenEye. GoldenEye paved the way. And they, 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 they kind of set the standard early on. Well, and some of the standards it set that were golden have kind of fallen away as couch co-op has become un... As we were discussing last week. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, or maybe even five weeks ago, whenever this podcast comes out, (laughs) as we were discussing the spitball episode (coughs) titled Be The. Um, So, yes, it should be uh, on the list. In my eyes, top five for what it did for the FPS. And let's go. All right, cool. (laughs) That's what I got. Uh, moving on now to number 66, which is Super Mario Bros. for the NES. Finn, have you played? No. Uh, really? Not not the NES version. Yeah, well, what a guy. We're yeah. going to have to hook up the NES Mini after this. Yeah, it's already hooked up, don't worry. All right. Craven, yeah. <laughs> have you played? Um, Yeah, dude. Ditto. Super yeah. Mario Bros. is, like, I think the first game I played, but I don't know because I couldn't remember the first time that a controller was put in my tiny little infant hands. <laughs> it was... <laughs> That, so, I I grew up on the Super Nintendo and the NES simultaneously, just had both of them growing up, and it was either I would play Super Mario World, or I would play Mario 3, or Mario 1. See, for me it was, am I going to play Mario Bros. on the NES, or am I going to play Mario All-Stars? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> deal. So, great game. I mean, you're looking at the, the 2D platformer, you know, you're looking at... This is Jumpman in his home, you know? This is this is where he belongs. And simplified gameplay where it's still sp- speedrunners still try to yeah. play today. Um, you know what's really interesting, and a lot of people don't see it right away, is the way that Super Mario Brothers is a direct, a direct gameplay sequel to Mario Bros. Alright, so you've got Mario Bros, yeah. where you hit the enemies from below, and you gotta kick them and stuff, and you realize that mechanic became the blocks, and you hit the Goombas on the block, and he dies. And it, it really shows, like, how the game escalated, how it, yep. how it like, evolved, and uh, what changes were made to... Well, and if you look at the early Mario games, the reasons that they were so successful and why they're so important is because they pioneered different elements of physics. Um, Donkey Kong was kind of an early experiment, but it was also first true gravity in video games. Everything else just had kind of a pre-programmed falling destination, Right. but Donkey Kong had actual gravity physics. 
Mario Brothers added traction, and Super Mario Brothers added scrolling to all of this. When you look at that technical side and you take into consideration how everyone knows Mario, everyone knows... And this is why. Because he pioneered everything. Pioneered is a very good word. Um, Nintendo just rode that rock for miles and (laughs) made it happen. Um, So, does it belong in the list? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, earlier in this this entire series of top 300 i've been trying to pick apart games where i would put them but now it's i'm looking more towards the legacy side as you said and yeah you know what they created for other games arguably could this be number one super the see that's a really difficult question yeah because you've got super mario brothers could be number one or maybe donkey kong would be number one i wouldn't argue donkey kong i would even argue 007 Goldeneye just because <laughs> just because I personally love FPS competitive games. So what's interesting as far as FPS go, I think The Legend of Zelda would be an unlikely source of inspiration for those that you could look at. How so? Legend of Zelda is kind of like a slower, more basic version of your typical shoot 'em up. Right, I can see that. Yeah. Well, so it's a lot more controlled that the- way. Right, and the reason we got to first-person shooters the way they are now is because they wanted to create shoot-em-ups in a 3D space. <laughs> and and there were two directions you could take that. You could take Star Fox, or you could take the FPS route. Because if you look at old shoot-em-ups, they aren't just ships in space. You've got, like, the original Metal Gear. You've got stuff like Contra. It was a very wide genre. <sighs> so where would you place this? Where would you play Super this? Mario Bros? Super Mario Bros. Mm. See, so I'm having this issue where I've already said like 15 games are top five. Yes, I was going to say that towards the end of this one. Go on. Um, and so I think this will be like the sixth one that I said should be number one. Okay. So we're Deal. having an issue. There, There is an issue. It should be number one for the when you look at the genre of 2D or even any RPG game. You could even... Taking the factor because the power up stuff. Yeah, and yeah. power up, and then just control, having control of your character. Yeah. So that's tough. Ooh, this is getting well, tough. And it's really tough because you want to talk about the technical stuff, and you put it up there because the technical stuff. You get to Mario three with your up and down scrolling and your flying and your improved traction. Right. Look at these physics. <sighs> Time for another. <laughs> let's let's move on. Um, I want to make a Bill Nye joke, but I don't know what I should do. Don't. (laughs) 65, we have Halo Combat Evolved. Finn? Not a version ever played. Not yet. Not yet. That's a very good way to put that. Yes, because it is coming. It is in the works for you. Um, Is he going to play the original, or is he going to play the Chief Collection? collection. We're going to be doing the collection on... uh, Not only through Xbox Live with Finn, myself, and two buddies, but... We will be streaming it onto Twitch. Do you have a date? No. No. Okay. We we had one and then it fell through. Yeah. But all right. <laughs> Just asking the for works. the benefit of your audience. Yep. Um. Check the Facebook. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Halo Combat Evolved. Now. I know you just said, you Xbox. I was joking. Thank you. <laughs> because it's really ill PlayStation. Yeah. Well. They're all their own thing. Yeah. Let's not argue that. We're here to argue the games. So, I'm arguing controllers. Okay. Wait, now, <laughs> next podcast. <laughs> my 
I had a long discussion with Photo Girl, my significant other, and she <laughs> was like that tag. She was kind of yep, that's her. And she uh, she was all about like she was asking me why do I have why why am I so into Xbox? Like why was it when we first met? Like why did I have an Xbox and not a PlayStation? And well, all my friends are on Xbox. Why are all my friends on Xbox? Well, it's what we're used to playing. Well, what started it for you? Halo. Halo was the reason Xbox has well, a name. That's kind of the thing, too, when people came to me and they were like, should I get a PS4 or an Xbox One? I said, how much do you care about Halo? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was... Microsoft doesn't have very many, or almost... It's, it's so minor how many titles that they have that are... Just well, they have a lot of titles, they just don't use them. Yeah, and it sucks. Let's I do mean, an episode on that. We will, don't you worry. Now, but Halo Combat Evolved, again, if you're looking at what it's set for the first-person shooter, this was a game that, you know, you have other games, 007 Goldeneye, for instance. Right, this I believe, is the next step. Now, 007 Goldeneye was, it was a first-person shooter campaign, and the multiplayer was an afterthought. And that was brought in later in development. Yeah. Now, when you look at Halo, Combat Evolved, this was, it seemed like, to me, the first FPS game with the, the multiplayer, multiplayer. first, and then the campaign. It, it Not so much the multiplayer first, but the multiplayer with the campaign. Like, we have this campaign where each mission you are put into some sort of obstacle that you're required to use this weapon for, you're required to do this with... And now, okay, let's bring it multiplayer. Let's put people in the middle of a fucking canyon, and they can use whatever weapon they desire. But okay, so the campaign teaches you how to play the multiplayer. It, yes. And, That's what you're saying. But not only that, though, the story evolved with it. Uh, for me, I really did appreciate Halo 1 and 2 campaigns. And Halo 3, although it was just something that Microsoft forced Bungie to make, Halo 2 was supposed to be the end of the whole shebang. It was never supposed to be a trilogy. You know what? That would have just ended up being another Microsoft property. You know, just lost to time. It, you, you know what? It almost is. 343 is not doing the proper job at it, if you ask me. No, but they're continuing the legacy of the franchise. You know, they're not just letting it die. They're trying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. Well, it's right. like you could have... Continuing about Nothing, one, or Halo gonna... could be so... with Blinks. Before we stop, um, before <laughs> now, Halo Combat Evolved. It's not the best Halo. I will say that. Halo, Halo Two is the best Halo, and that's coming from someone who loves Halo Three. And my favorite Halo is Halo Three because of what it's done for me and where I've been with it. But Halo Two, what it did with online multiplayer, what it's done with the campaign, it just added everything that Halo One needed. And Finn, you're going to experience it firsthand. You'll know exactly I, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm really here. excited, too. Yep. But I'm, I'm also going to cut you short so we should move on to the next one before we go too far. Because I know what's going to happen. Is 65 a good number? No. It should be top five. Okay. <laughs> Does Halo have DLC? No. Okay. Uh, No. Because that would have been something we're talking about. Now, 62, we're on to Secret of Mana. Have either of you played it? Nope. No. So. Came out for the PlayStation 4 recently. I've yet to do that, but... I've heard it's not a good port. <sighs> that just makes me upset. Um, this was just, like... I saw it was an RPG. I saw it was something that I could play on my Super Nintendo with a friend. And... That idea, to me, is cool. Uh, 62, a good number? I have no fucking idea. 61. 
Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, the best Sonic game. At is least it? of the classic series. Whatever you say, man. Um, so obviously the best Sonic game is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube. But as far as the classic... Well, I don't know. Sonic Mania just came out. But Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was the best 90s Genesis Sonic game. How's that? Deal. Um, Why? It took everything Sonic established and refined it to just pure bliss. Um, okay, cool. You know, all, all the momentum issues the first Sonic had, fixed. All the platforming issues it had, fixed. The environment issues, It just grew fixed. on the it, original. Well, it fixed the original, and then it gave us Tails. And Tails is the best sidekick video games have had since Luigi. Is Tails a boy or girl? Tails was originally supposed to be Sonic's girlfriend. Okay, but he's, he's but they, not. But they he's changed not. that, and not only did they make him is a boy... Is this why boy, Sonic fans are weird? Go on. <laughs> Sorry, not, guys. Not only did they make him a boy, Sorry, they buddy. made him a child. Yeah. Like, he's four years old in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh my too. goodness. So Sonic is not just Tails' best friend, he is his surrogate father. <laughs> and so once you, you think about that kind of lore... Is Knuckles the mom? <laughs> <laughs> so in terms, terms of gameplay, Knuckles is more like the love child of Sonic and Tails. Because oh. he can kind of fly, and he can kind of fast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go um, fast. But I, what I always really liked about Tails was how weird it was that this fox could do the hedgehog spins and cut through stuff. He's a fox. Mm. And, I don't know, Tails is just really great. Or he used to be. He's underutilized now. Is 61 a good number for this title? No, Sonic 2 is top 10. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked, man. Wicked. Uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's not a... Um, it's up, over, and gone. Whatever you say, man. That means nothing to me. Absolutely This is Sonic cartoons, dude. Sure it Steve is. Steve Urkel. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> 59, we have Resident Evil. Now, Resident Evil as a series... Um, Resident Evil's good. Resident Evil 4 should be, like, top 15. Resident Evil 1 blows. It's, yeah, that's the one listed here. Yeah, I know. That's why I said 96. that. 96. Oh, man. 1996, it was released for PlayStation 1. Saturday. So, Resident Evil was important because of what it did for the horror survival genre, and it's a really cool idea for a puzzle game and when it came out it was revolutionary but if you try to play it now and you're running forward and then the camera changes because it's always a fixed camera and the angle it just changed to makes pushing up make you go backwards and you just stuck in this loop <laughs> of camera angles and it's bullshit <laughs> and just resident evil has no place on a modern list <laughs> so 59 no, no, Resident Evil goes away. <laughs> we, we can put Revelations on here, we can put Re4 on here, Re first Resident Evil, Resident Evil HD, all this crap goes away. Resident Evil 0, not there. Resident Evil 2 invented Leon, so it can be there. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> now the next two we have are right next to each other, and I really like that they're next to each other on this list. Uh, they're both NES titles, and they're both massive Nintendo games and One series. better be Balloon Fight. Shut up. And <laughs> we have The Legend of Zelda and Metroid. And I want to talk Those about these together. I want to talk about these together. And there's a reason I want to talk about these together. Because when you look at Legend of Zelda, it's that top-down view, you know. What? Shut up. And then I didn't say nothing. You have Metroid. You can go side-scroller, platformer. and But it's still... What, what they both offer is exploration. And what they both offer is... You, well, not so much Metroid, I guess, but in, whoa, well, in Legend of Zelda, you have this freedom to go wherever you'd like. In Metroid, you can go wherever you like, yes, absolutely, but you can get lost and you can go the wrong way. You can get lost in Zelda if 
you suck at Zelda. Yeah, absolutely. I suck at Zelda, so I get lost in Zelda. But also, in both games, your ability to explore is determined by which power-ups you have. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very true. And they're they similar when you look at them like that. And they have a, a lot in common. Well, what's always interesting is when you look at these games and then you realize Donkey Kong 64 is what Metroid 64 would have been. People complain about the different powers in the backtracking, and that's all Metroid. That makes so much sense. Yep. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. <laughs> now, Donkey Kong was the game that made me get my expansion pack for my... Is that what it's called? Yeah, the yeah. expansion pack. Yeah, for it's my It's really 64. just a RAM card. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Can I put, like, a DDR3 in there? No, instead? don't do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a tech guy. Ben, can I do that? Don't recommend it. Okay. <laughs> now, okay, uh, can we look at Legend of Zelda real quick? 58, is that a good spot for the NES Legend of Zelda? For what it's done, what it's right, created? so I don't like the original Legend of Zelda. I'm with you. But, but it's an important game. Yes, I agree. So I'm, I'm going to, um, now my bias is leaking over so heavily, but I'm going to say it's a top 25 game and on the lower half of that because it's only there because of Legacy. It's not there for any technical elements. It's not there for being a good game. It's just there because it started the genre or at least refined the genre at the time. And set, set the it's, standard to it's it. It set in motion the yeah. events that would come to modern adventure games. And there's so many titles to this day, <coughs> to this day, that take from what the original Legend of Zelda created. Yep. Can you give it a number? <laughs> let's, let's, let's say 25, since I said the low half of top 25. Okay. So, Metroid, at 57, similar story, where you still see a lot of elements from the Metroid well, coming into newer the, games. The difference, I think, is that the original Metroid holds up if you have a map. All it needed was an in-game map, and it that, would hold oh, up. Oh, dude, yes. So um, you see? Now, yeah. did one come with the cartridge? You had to get Nintendo Power. Pretty sure. I would have done that. <laughs> As an adult? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would have done that. Um, now, a map came with Zelda, right? Yes. Yeah, but I don't think one came with Metroid. No. Is that a myth? That's a miss on Nintendo's part. Uh, well, they wanted you to call the Nintendo hotline at that time. I do like talking to them, just because. So, um, <laughs> well, what, hey, they, they charged a ludicrous amount of money for that hotline. It was something like five bucks a minute. That's oh, almost as much as the woman I speak to. Um, <laughs> Samantha? Um, you mean Samus. I mean some man. <laughs> uh, some man? Anyway, 57, Metroid? Um, so I'd put it 30s. Metroid is kind of difficult. Yeah. Because you could be like... Metroid still holds up, and if it had a map, it would hold up as well as just about any other 2D Metroid game. So, This has become very difficult. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, I'm gonna just, just going to say side-scrolling Metroid as a whole is, is like number six mm -hmm. on a list. Okay. You know. Fusion. Gotcha. Um, well, in my case, it would be Super Metroid. Okay. But the games are all so similar that you could just lump them all together and just... Pick your favorite Metroid. Yeah. I Even like Metroid... Actually, I like Metroid Samus. 2 a lot. 
if you beat Metroid in a hurry, you get to see Naked Samus. Oh, yeah. She's that was chick. always so great. Yep. Banging. Smoking hot 8-bit Oh, and titties. if anyone else out there likes Metroid 2, there's a pretty good fan remake called AM2R that came out around the same time Return of Samus did, but basically it's if Metroid 2 was made in, in the Super Metroid engine, and it's really well done. So you I've heard about that, that actually, yeah, and I've heard you a should, lot of I, I actually prefer it to Return of Samus, so... We're on that's, the number 56. Okay. Yep, just to keep this moving. I was going to say that's not bad, but... Okay, it's, it's so it's good. Yeah, um, <laughs> I prefer the sprites to 3D. Ooh! <laughs> number 56, we have Mortal Kombat 2. And this is the arcade version that oh, came out in 93. this is the reason the um, ESRB exists. Really? Yes. So it has oh, to be yeah. a top 10 for that reason. Okay, so let's hear it. I want... Um, Wait, what little... do you mean? I mean, parents didn't like spinal cords being ripped out of people and yeah, blood everywhere. Yeah, fucking weird. Shut up, and Ma. it's like, it was all... Shut up. Barely even... <laughs> you couldn't even tell what it was. The old Mortal Kombat games are so muddy looking, you know? Yeah. But uh, parents flipped out. We've got the ESRB, so it's kind of a legendary game for that reason. Can we talk about, real quick, how Mortal Kombat 2 had different versions for Sega and Nintendo? Do you remember that? Well, most games did at that time. Now, the different versions, though, were Mortal Kombat was more family-friendly, no blood if you hit some, your Nintendo opponent. Nintendo did that for a lot of their multi-plats for both the N64 and Ooh. Super Nintendo. Um, in fact, they mandated the green blood mode in Turok. Really? Yep. <coughs> which is weird, because Nintendo would then go on to help make Killer Instinct, which was basically just Mortal Kombat with... Not people. There, there were some people, but you know what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so, 56, good number? Um, You're the expert. Well, it's it's tough, because Mortal Kombat 2, just, like, by its by itself, is almost meaningless. It's really... Mortal Kombat is not a good game. The whole Mortal Kombat franchise survives on spectacle. Survives on, on the fatalities, you know, the shock factor, the fatalities, the shock factor, the blood, and... Um, how awesome it Look is to see a special attack. I think it's undeniable that their special attacks are way more creative than other fighting games. Yeah. But as far as gameplay, they were never anything um, really special. They were slow and and combos were difficult and it was just kind of weird and never really balanced. Mm. So its only claim to fame is setting in motion the ESRB. And so it's difficult to say, like, should it be a top 25 game for that reason? Because that's kind of a huge, important thing. Yeah. But then you could be like, well, I think eventually the ESRB would have happened anyway. Right. Yeah. With the, with the way people are sensitive today? Yeah. Well, especially by today. To, oh, man. I'm glad it happened in the 90s, because if it happened today, we might not even have some games. Yeah, instead of saying this is UAM, this is shut down. Right. Like, um, well, not throwing stones here, Australia, but... I don't know what you're talking about. Australia does not allow so many things to be published because of their obscenity laws. I don't want to live there. Like, like Stick of Truth. No, really? Yeah, really. What? Germany, too. Um, and the fatalities in, in Mortal Kombat games are usually, like, they just zoom in on the character and you just know somebody's dying. <laughs> if anything like, to say if, about if, that? Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> it's upsetting? Um, it's frustrating. Yeah. It takes away from the game. They also forbid women with an A cup to shoot porn. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> moving on. 55 we have Star Wars. Oh, so Wars. I'm going to say 50, oh, by the way. 50 for Mortal Kombat. Just ESRB alone. Yeah. Deal. Gotcha. 
Uh, 55, Finn, was this something you wanted to talk about? Um, no. Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars. Um. Kriven? I, I know it existed. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a, a lot of people like it. I heard it recently got upgraded to native 4K or something like that, so. The, the Steam version. Yeah. Cool. Anything? Well, I mean, that's really I, neat for an old game. Yeah. Finn? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. There was probably something I remembered when I when I was cleaning Xbox the PC. Yeah, I don't know. It's I gone. I do know that it wasn't just a game. Like the Knights of the Old Republic was its own franchise with comics and novels and stuff. Cool. So, moving on to fifty one, we have a lot of Star Wars here, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, nerds are what get game informer. What do nerds like? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Star Wars. Uh, fifty one, we have Grand Theft Auto three now. Do either of you have anything to say in Grand Theft Auto 3? Nope. No. This was my first Grand Theft Auto that I, like, really got was into. Was the series 3D at this point? Yes, this okay. was the first step into 3D. And they did it fairly well, if you ask me. Uh, the story was great. You, I believe you, like, join the Mafia, and then you kill the Mafia, and then you become the Mafia. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> that how every game goes? Sure, of course. And uh, yeah, cheat codes were a thing, and... I miss cheat codes. Yeah, me too. Now that it's on credit card. Um, <laughs> cheat codes were huge. Uh, very fun game. Just something that you could... And if you uh, don't mind sharing your personal cheat codes with us, just let us know. Yeah. What's um the Konami code? Up, down, left, right, B, oh, A, up, start. Oh, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Right. Yep. Love that. And that got us through Defender too, Finn. Um, <laughs> well, the first level almost. <laughs> yeah. We got stuck. So. Yep. Grand Theft Auto 3 should be on the list. Yes, uh, in my opinion, it is one of the best Grand Theft Autos, but Grand Theft Auto 5 has mm-hmm. definitely done a lot more for the series. What about 3 versus San Andreas? Oh, uh, 3. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because San Andreas, though it has improved, it wasn't, like, miles better. It was just better. Just yeah. better. Yeah, and, and it, will, it noticeably better, sure, but Grand Theft Auto 3 had already done these things where san andreas oh i can ride bicycles now san andreas was the majority change the way i look GTA. yeah i guess from what you said on majora's mask is i'll say it again i have yet to play that title but what you were saying earlier on it in this uh, it's series just better yeah. ocarina yeah um so 51 it's where it's at now i'd like it higher just because i enjoyed it thoroughly <laughs> um Moving on to a big title, Finn, I'm looking straight at you for this one. It's Super <laughs> Smash Brothers Melee. This this was the game that I played on my own for all <laughs> the time. I, this was before I had friends. This was the f- GameCube was the first system I owned. Yep. It was the only system I owned for the longest time. And ah, oh, I how many hours did we yeah, see that were it, on it before we finally found you? Um, around the fuckload? Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Now, now this was one of the great things about the older Smash Bros. games that Wii U and 3DS, I feel like, don't have, was you could play Melee by yourself and have a great time. Oh, yeah. And Smash Wii U just kind of isn't like that. So uh, you're saying Smash Tour isn't that fun on Wii U? I'm saying Smash Tour is the one challenge I haven't unlocked because of that fucking Metroid thing, and I should have used a golden hammer on that. Cool. Whatever you're saying, I don't know. I didn't play it. I didn't like it. I tried it a few times. Smash you pissed me off. Was Smash Tour pissed? Smash Tour could have been cool, but it was a half-baked idea. Yeah. I think there's something there, but they didn't achieve it. Yeah, I'll agree with that. (sighs) Now, if we're talking Smash series as a whole, is Melee the top pick? (sighs) For me, yes. Yeah. 
I think is a series. I think Brawl. You think Brawl's a top pick I, on the I, Wii? I hey, feel like that hey, one. Be careful, man. I'm I'm freaking out. What are you talking about? We like Ike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's a hard thing to pick if you're if you're picking for the competitiveness. I would say Wii U has the biggest competitive scene because it's the easiest to compete with, I think. Well, it's also day. just the newest. You know, as yeah. soon as yeah. Smash Switch comes out, Wii U is going to die. Most likely. I hope it doesn't die like Brawl had. You know, Project M. Well, I think Smash Switch is just going to be Smash Wii U with new stuff. So there's going to yeah, be no reason. It's very true because it, it hasn't been that long. There's and more people three have years. Switch than a... Three years it's been out. Well, if you imagine what they can add on to. If, if they take Wii U and don't take anything out and just build on top of it. Oh, yeah. Then hundred characters. Get 50 new characters. Yep. <laughs> hundred characters total. So a uh, Pichu better come back. Pichu. Are you talking Pichu? That's the one that has to come back. Obviously, Ice Climbers is the top pick that has to come back. Well, by without snake. saying, I said Pichu because no one else wants him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's a given that Ivysaur, Squirtle, and Snake—well, maybe not Snake because they got to get the Konami licensing. But if you're looking at it as Smash as a whole, to me, the the comparison is Wii U Smash to Melee Smash. Melee is that top pick and i feel like that's why it's on this list because yep. it has <coughs> it's standing the test of time right now as we yeah. speak there are still new well, players right, we, coming we into we it said brawl died and we think the wii u will die competitively but there's still melee mm. and then new smash yes now yeah. is is 64 64 is really cool and i love 64 because it feels very much like an arcade game now 64 wasn't supposed to be smash well, that's not entirely true. I mean, during the prototyping stage, it was something else with Captain Falcon-type characters. But that was just the prototyping stage, and they, you know, after that, they decided to go Nintendo. In fact, it would have never pick, been picked up if um, Iwata and Sakurai hadn't put Mario and Link in it instead of their generic characters. Nintendo would have turned it down. Yeah. I just like the commercial for 64 Smash. Oh, yeah, and Mario and Pikachu. Everyone dressed yep. up as them. And, and they, they just... trip each other and hit each other. They're in the middle of the field skipping. Yep. Yeah, they just I start fighting. That. That's awesome. Um, Melee on the list. Yeah. Did it really pave the way for any other games? Any other, like, do anything? Well, there's an entire genre now come out of Smash Bros., and it's because of the success of Melee. Yeah. You know, there's a Cartoon Network one. There's, well, PlayStation tried it. Um, Rivals um, of Aether. There's even a Kung Fu Panda one. And now, yeah, now there's a lot of cool spiritual success, uh, successors coming out. There's Brawl Out, which That's has good... both original characters and Juan from Guacamelee. Okay. Um, and now there's also this game Icons that I'm keeping an eye on, which looks very cool. That's coming up. Yeah, there's yep. been a lot of my uh, Doughboy's been streaming that a few um, days here and there. And that's that's kind of where I feel the competitive scene for Smash Bros. is going to go. Um, and I'm going to be an outlier here and say I never really cared about the competition part of Smash Bros. For me, Smash Bros. is cool because it's Smash Avengers. It's Nintendo Avengers. Yeah. You know, I'm absolutely. here to celebrate video games. I would spend hours in the trophy gallery just reading descriptions and being like, I'm going to play this game. Can I'm you guys tell from game. what he's been saying this entire series? <laughs> <laughs> now, the last thing I want to say, building on the Avengers thing, can we talk about... I, I know this exists... And Finn and I have always been talking about playing it, but we don't want to lose uh, what 
we have for our competitive abilities in Smash Wii U, because that's <laughs> what we still try to, quote, compete with. Um, but Brawl had that story with all this, all Which the plays. Which is really cool. Yeah, and if what if Wii U had done that? You know, what if yep. Switch does that? Yep, well, you know, Sakurai didn't that. want to do it because he thought YouTube would spoil it. Which was, I thought, a really crap answer. That is. But at the same yeah. time, I feel like so much went into the subspace emissary that maybe it hurt the other options in Brawl, some of the other stuff. Okay. Um, and I feel like Nintendo, uh, Smash Bros. Wii U suffered the same thing by being split into the 3DS. Um, and, and the Wii U version. The two different versions hurt each other. If all that content was in one version... A, we would have had Ice Climbers. Right. And B, it would have just been the best version. The 3DS got the best stages. The Wii U got pretty boring stages. Um, and I feel like if they were trying to add a story mode onto that, the single player would feel... Well, I don't know. Maybe that would flesh out the single player, but maybe the other elements of the game would feel weaker. It's as if I'm getting a vibe from Finn glaring at me that we need to do another Smash podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sad that you guys are talking about ice climbers because they were my mans and they're I gone. loved ice climbers. It, it was it that's what's home for me when playing well, Smash. Let's I think we should save it. Nintendo Kart. We are Mon on Popo. We are going on to uh, a, a long time for yeah. this this uh, segment but so in the next segment continuing Smash Bros. Yeah. In the, in the next segment we are going to move on from Smash Bros. I, but... I do just want to say while while we're on Melee. Yes. I think Melee is the most visually appealing of the Smash Bros games. I think the other ones have more refined graphics, but I yeah. like the kind of edgy dark 90s tone that I can Melee agree. has. I yeah. will agree. I'll agree yeah, with that as well. Very satisfying look. Um does it deserve a spawn the list? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I prefer the other ones more just because they're Nintendo orgasms everywhere, yeah. Melee is just special. Yeah. Alright. Well, what do you think, Finn? I think that's that. Griffin, anything to add? You shouldn't ask me that right after Smash Bros, man. We're, we're going <laughs> to be here all day. No, we're all good. We're, we're done for today. Alright. Um, happy to be here, guys. Thank you for the time again, and we'll see you in 27 seconds. <laughs> <laughs>